You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. I hope everyone is doing well. I'm so excited about today's interview. I'm going to be talking to Vic Styles. She is just a whole aesthetic. Every single thing she posts is beautiful. I saw her on Instagram, reached out, and she turned out to be the nicest, coolest, most down-to-earth girl. And I'll tell you guys a quick story before we get into it. She came over to my house. We were all set to do an interview. And there was this one freaking like $7 cable that I did not have to connect the microphone. So she made her the whole journey to me in Chelsea. We were going to record, and I didn't have this cable. So we ended up just drinking rosé and reading vintage issues of Vogue and just hanging out and getting to know each other better. So she was so kind to come back and sit down with me in the studio this time. So we're not going to have any hiccups to do a full interview. But I'm just so fascinated to hear from her what what it's like to be just like a full-time content creator, influencer, fashion girl. Everything she does is very cool. So I'm really excited about this interview. And I think you guys are going to love it. Thank you all for taking the time to rate and review the podcast. I've been seeing the reviews. I'm so, so grateful. That's how people learn about the show, discover it. So please keep those going. As always, I love when you guys tag me at Naked Beauty Planet as you're listening. I reshare that to my stories and I'm at Brooke DeVard on all of my social platforms. Tell your friends about the show. Subscribe. All right, let's get into this chat with Vic. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So, hi, I'm sitting here with Vic Styles. 
Hey, girl. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm so fascinated. I think we, when we talked before, I was like, what's it like to wake up every day and just do whatever you want? Honestly, it feels great. I mean, th- there's this sort of idea that I do whatever I want, but I still have a job, right? True. So I yes. still am doing work that's required of me in order to sustain my lifestyle. Yes. But I mean, it feels great to wake up on my own time and, yes. and you know, spend my mornings how I want yeah. um, with the people that I want to spend them with, if that's the case. Yeah. But you also, I think you get to create content that's what you want, right? I mean, some people are content creators, but they are adhering to someone else's brand guidelines. Like your aesthetic is so your own and it's so beautiful and amazing and it feels like so uniquely you. Thank you. Yeah, that part I I do love. I love that I've created this sort of voice for myself and this sort of look and feel and that I attract brands that resonate with that. And so I'm able to still stay very true to who I am, but also make money doing it. Yes. And so how did you get to because it's not like you just wake up one day and you become, Mm -mm. you know, this lifestyle (laughs) fashion beauty influencer. How did you get to where you are now? Basically, I was sitting in college and I realized I did not want to be a psychologist. This was my senior year. Okay. And I dropped out. I left in the middle of a class and I decided I wanted to be a wardrobe stylist. So I drew See, wait, you were just in class. In class. And bored out of your mind. Bored out of and my then mind. you were like, this is not for me. Yeah. I mean, I'd always worked retail. Like okay. I was best dressed in high school and like yes. I just like loved clothes. And yeah. I was like, you know, I want to be a stylist dropped out. Mean, Mind you, I was in Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. And five days later, I packed up my car and I drove to L.A. <laughs> oh, my God. From Al- Did you know anyone in L.A.? I knew no one. I like had no family, no job lined up, nothing. I literally just moved to interview for an intern um, with Taylor Jacobson, okay. who had just finished being Rachel Zoe's assistant. She was on the okay. show and like I knew who she was. Oh, wait. Taylor with like the straight blonde with hair. The straight blonde and the- hair. Oh, my God. Yes. You interned for her? I interned I remember her, watching her. Which turned into an assistant position. And then I left her and I went to work for Snoop Dogg Stylist as an assistant. And then I went out on my own and I got to style all these celebrities. And like, it was great. And in the midst of that, I started a blog. And I was on a panel speaking about being a stylist. And when it was over, there was like a line of women who wanted to talk to me. But they didn't want to talk about styling. They wanted to talk about my blog and like stuff that I had been posting on there. That's amazing. And I was like, oh, Maybe this is the thing. Yes. And so I started doing that. And, you know, the past two years, I stopped being a wardrobe stylist and started doing content creation. That's amazing. That's amazing. So you've always had a great sense of style. I think so. Yeah, I'd I'd like to think so. Yeah. Yeah. But what I love about how you approach your look is you you still have fun and you play with it. Right. So, like, I love that you do different stuff with your hair and different stuff with makeup and then different stuff with clothing. Like, it's all just feels very fun and experimental. I think it should. I think that we're always evolving and we're always changing based on our mood, our age, our environment. And I really do like to play with that. Yeah. When you're putting together a look, do you go with like the beauty first or do you do the clothes first and then do the beauty to match that? It depends. Yeah. Like today you have this amazing turban that I like can't stop. Like how how did you even tie this? Yeah. YouTube is your best friend. I know, friend. true. Yeah. <laughs> but I will do a tutorial because people have been asking. Yes, we need that IGTV turban tutorial. But literally, so today's look was inspired by the hair because I don't feel like doing my hair. is too hot. It's yeah. way too hot for the fro. Yeah. So I'm like, anything I can wear that matches this turban 
that's what I'm going to wear. Okay. Other days, if I'm like really bloated, I'm like anything that will go with this really big muumu so I don't have to worry about <laughs> sucking my stomach in. Exactly. That's what exactly. it is. So it's kind of determined by what I'm feeling. Totally. I feel like that for me, it's not really like once my period comes, I'm fine. It's it's the few days before it comes. It's the before. Where you just I don't feel attractive. Anything with buttons, like a waistline, like, no thank you. <laughs> and like my skin, it's just... It's the worst. It's the worst. Literally this week, I was like down on myself. I'm like, you're fat, you're <laughs> I ugly. Know. It's like some evil <laughs> voice like just starts getting in your head it before is. your period and you're like, stop, yeah. And then my period started and I was like, oh, this is... This is why. This is I know, why. I know. Okay, cool. I saw that you posted about things underwear yes. which i love yes. i love things i was right now a re- i was late to the things party and i still have to do tamp like i don't just free like bleed in them but it's a like good backup yeah. yeah so when i first tried like period panties it wasn't thinks it was another brand sustain okay and same i had like slept in them i slept in them but then i had on like these biker shorts and then sweatpants on top of that because <laughs> i just was not convinced yes. that it was gonna work out yeah and it did so then the next day i put on another pair and i was like okay i'm gonna like go out into the world and yes. see what happens and, and it, it was, was fine. fine and i've been hooked ever since i know i know amazing innovations for for women with period and have you tried the cup i, I don't like the cup okay it fr- do you try do you- i've tried it um it was a lot of blood <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> that part like you have to take it out in the shower yeah, because it's, just a lot. it's a lot to deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's too much for me. Yeah. I can't with the cup. So we just went straight into period talk. Sorry. Let's let's no no. <laughs> I brought it up. So let's bring it back for a sec. Your relationship with beauty, I think most women kind of come into their own. Like middle school, just cancel it all out. Awkward, horrible. We just forget the after sense. I mean, high school, college. Is that when you felt like you kind of started experimenting with your looking, coming into your own, or when did it really kind of click for you? I think I've always kind of experimented. Like, it's so crazy. In middle school, I would pick out my outfits, like, Sunday for the week. And then every night, I would change my nails. So if I was wearing, oh like, God. a lime green shirt on Tuesday, on Monday night, I would take off my polish and paint okay, my nails. This was green. in you. This is in this you. Is, is your mom this way as well? Yes, my mom. Okay. My grandmother, your grandmother. was a designer. Okay. So, this, is, yeah. this is in your blood. <laughs> it's in me. Yeah. I mean, I was that kid. Oh, my God. I love it. And, like, it. I was always making clothes or, like, you know, like, reconstructing things and always loved to thrift. But as far as beauty goes, I want to say when I moved to L.A., like in my mid-20s, before that, I was like buying drugstore products. Not, you know, I I had okay skin. I wasn't really concerned with it. But like in my mid-20s, I started to really think about what am I going to look like when I'm 30 or 40 Mm, or 50? And I started to really be intentional about skincare. That's great. Yeah. I think there's so many young girls that don't wear sunscreen and they're like 19 and just and it's like you can't wait until you have all of these signs of aging to start investing in your skin. You have to start before. Yeah, you have to prevent it. Like, exactly. preventative, you know, be proactive about it, not reactive, yeah. I think, yeah. is is the thing. And I attribute a lot of that to my mother, for sure. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And so who were your beauty icons growing up? Like, who, di- who did you look up to? Like, I want to look like that. I want to dress like that. My mom. <laughs> your mom. That's a good beauty I mean, icon My mom's skin is flawless. Really? She's vegan and she uses mostly natural products. Oh, I love and it. like, She'll be 65 in two weeks. But if you saw her, you would think she was in her 40s. Like, okay, yes. When I see the way vegan women and I guess I've seen more older vegan women age, it's like it's insane. (laughs) It's like just throw out all your skincare and just be vegan. 
it's insane. But she probably follows a very plant-based approach to skincare as well. I mean, I just think nature is so important and people don't get it. Mm, Absolutely. Also, Tracy Ellis Ross. I love her. Her skin is flawless. I've always wanted her hair. Oh, yeah. Um, Did you watch her in the Girlfriends days? Yeah. That's when I was like, oh, I want to be Joan when I grow up. Yes. Her body has been great since the beginning of time. Yes. And I love that she experiments as well with different Mm -hmm. colors and textures as far as her hair goes. Like, she's not afraid to be unapologetically a black woman. Yes. And I really do love that. Yeah. She's got incredible style. Yes. Okay, so you're in L.A. You've decided, okay, I'm done with styling other people. I'm going to focus on myself full time. Mm -hmm. What did you learn from working with other people that you've been able to incorporate into how you approach dressing? Like, I'm, you know, stylists always have tips and tricks. Like, what did you learn from that experience? Be prepared for any and everything. Okay. Honestly. Like, do you have, like, uh, wardrobe tape in your bag? I do. Well, not right now, but I normally carry safety pins. If it's, like, a red carpet thing I'm going to or, like, a night out, I carry safety pins with me. Really? Um, I still use a steamer religiously. I'm, I'm, like, say no to the iron. Yes, Um, steamer. I have wardrobe tape with me. What brand steamer do you use? I have two. So I have a Con Air one. And then I also have, like, a little cheap handheld one that I travel with. Yeah. (laughs) That I got on Amazon. Okay. Amazing. Other styling tips? Other styling tips. I So a lot of times what goes into dressing celebrities isn't just in the moment. Yeah. Um, a lot of times you're creating an entire look for them. Yes. So you go over to their house and you'll spend maybe four hours just creating multiple looks for multiple situations, especially if there's a press tour. Oh, interesting. So when I have downtime, I try on outfits and I photograph them so that if I have a night out, I'm like, oh, I don't have to struggle to figure out what to wear. Wow. I already have a picture of five <gasps> I love Night this tip. Out outfits, yeah. I love this tip. Yeah. And your, use your downtime to strategize outfits so that when you're rushed and you get an invite to someplace fabulous, you have your go-to. You already know. Yep. I love that. That's how I pack for vacation, but I don't do it like on day to day. In your every day. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes it makes things so much easier, especially when you're busy. Of course. Do you also have formulas? Like I, my formula is like a button down tucked into like a high-waisted pant. Like do you have like your... Yeah. There are certain things that I'm like, oh, I know this is seamless. I know yeah. it's going to look on... Look Can I tell you what I think yours are? What is <laughs> I've been watching your comments yes. so long. I feel like you're like the queen of like the crop top. Yes. Right? I love a crop. You love a crop in a high waist, right? I'm like, you yes. are the queen. And, and like, I feel like you do really well with like the... Spe- like. Showing your decolletage and shoulders. Yes. That's like your... That is my thing. Yeah. <laughs> that, yep, that's my thing. And then in the wintertime, it's basically a crop or something tight tucked in to something high-waisted okay. and a blazer. Oh, like, yeah, Same yeah. formula. I just kind of switch it up yes. depending on the season. Yes. And do you think that... I think that for women of color, sometimes it's difficult, at least for me, like I, I got this whole book on color theory and I was trying to just, am I like a winter or a summer? Do I wear cool tones or warm tones? And it was very confusing because it was clearly not written with women of color in mind. That part. But it's like, how do you figure out what colors are best for your skin? Is it just looking in the mirror and saying like, does my complexion look brighter? Like what's, what's the science there? I do think that I don't know how to say this. It, it definitely depends on you as a mm-hmm. person, right? Like, there are some things I feel like I can't wear brown just because of my skin it's tone. It's too close to your skin it's tone. It's too close to my skin tone. But I think this has to do with your own perception of self. Um, yeah. You know, there are some people who are like, I hate what red looks like on me or I hate what yellow looks like. I say experiment mm-hmm. and then figure out what works for you. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think there's 
a one size fits all. This is going to work if you're dark skin. This is going to work if you're yes. brown skin. You know, I think just kind of experiment and play with it. And kind of go with preference. And I love that you have a beautiful orange makeup today. Who makes? Is this Fenty? No. Uh, my lips, I feel so bad for saying this. No. My lips are Revlon. And I know what? They sent it. But like, I, nor- I only purchase cruelty free brands, but I loved this. And my lids are, oh gosh, it's I a don't beautiful remember. orange who the lids are, but I did put Vaseline on top to make it. Oh, like a glossy eye. I love that's like my fave trend. Is Vaseline the way to get that? Because I've tried different things and I'm like, it is like, I remember, I don't know if you remember this. Back in the day, JLo used to be like so dewy. This was like my love don't cost a thing. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And I read like Allure. This is maybe like early 2000s. And she was like, yeah, I just use Vaseline for everything. And And I was like, yep, that's it. That's it. Yes. Love it. Love it. And so you get sent, you were just saying the Revlon was sent to you. You get sent all of these beauty products all the time. So you get to try a lot. I do. Is it this has literally just happened to me in the past month. I, I am a complete virgin in this territory where like drunk elephants sent me this huge box of products. And I was so overwhelmed because I was like, am I supposed to review all of this? Like, what's what's the exchange here? Like, what am I expected to do? I'm supposed to be honest if I review it. It wasn't a paid thing, but they just sent me all this nice stuff. When brands send you all of this stuff in the mail, one, is it overwhelming to open it? Two, do you feel like you have to post it? And three, if you do post about it, do you feel like you can be honest? Yeah, so it is very overwhelming. I only have one face. There's no way (laughs) that I'd be able to use all of this stuff, even in a year. Like, it's very overwhelming. I no longer feel like I'm forced or I'm obligated to post. Okay. Um, I do let brands know in the email, hey, you know, my sponsored content comes first. If I really love the product, then I will post about it. But this yeah. may never see the light of day. Send yeah. at your own risk. <laughs> yes, that's <smart. laughs> Basically. And then three, I am very honest and transparent with my audience about brands that I love and brands that I don't love. Um, I think that that's part of my job as an influencer is to give the real deal on everything. Even yes. Things I don't like. Yes. And your audience appreciates it. And that's why they stay with you and, and continue to follow you. And, and from a brand aspect, like I've had brands say, oh, wow, we never thought about that. We'll try again. Ooh, Are is there, there an any example? other... I won't say who, but it was a makeup brand. They sent me their entire line of tinted moisturizer. The darkest color was too light for me. And you're pretty... I'm pretty light. Like, I'm kind of light skinned. Yeah. And I emailed them back and I said, you guys need to do better. Like... (laughs) (laughs) If if it doesn't work for me, then, like... Like brown women have no hope, and no. they were and they were appreciative. Yeah, appreciative they were like, of oh, that. Thank you. We, we, you know, we'll take this yeah. into consideration. And do you think it was better to do that in a private channel to them versus saying on your, you know, story or something like they don't have this? I absolutely do. Yeah, yeah, I do. And I didn't go public with it. Mm-hmm. I just let them know privately. Like, you yeah, said. that's great. Yeah, that's great. And so, in your content creation, how much do you think about? Because I, for me at least, so much of your content is saved. Like I have it saved on ins- on my saved feature. I'm so happy. <laughs> Are you thinking about? Because I know we talked about how it's not necessarily what you post isn't necessarily what you're doing that day, right? Like you're curating a magazine, and there's this whole mood, and there's a there's an editorial vision. When you're creating, do you think about okay, women are going to save this? Do you think about I'm going to share an idea here? Like how do you how do you approach your content creation? Two things. One, I'm very emotional. <laughs> So sometimes it is very emotion-driven content. This is how I feel. This is how I see myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just hope that it will resonate with women. 
sometimes it's from an educational aspect. Like, hey, mm-hmm. just because we're brown doesn't mean we don't need sunscreen. I met with a dermatologist. These are the actual yes. facts. Let me teach you yeah. something. Um, but my hope, no matter what I'm posting, is that someone somewhere will take something away from it. Mm. Um, I never want to post blindly without substance. You know, mm. even if it's an outfit, whatever it may be, I, I really hope to inspire someone. That's great. That's so intentional of you. Yes. It's so intentional of you. And have you always been comfortable in your skin? And have you always felt beautiful? No. (laughs) No. When didn't you feel? Yesterday? No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, literally like two days ago. But, you know, I think that it fluctuates as far as like, a stagnant period of time. Middle school was really oh, hard for like, me. Middle school is always the worst. Yeah, no, not for everyone. I know some people really? who were like beautiful in middle school. Yeah, but for it's just me, such an awkward time. Yeah, I mean, I I had buck teeth and I had a gap and I had a mustache and <laughs> I had a unibrow. It was just I got made fun of. Oh. It was awful to me anyway. Yeah. And then, you know, when I was in middle school, there was no whole natural hair movement. Right. And my mom has natural hair. She's never had a relaxer, but her hair is also a lot silkier than mine. Mm. Um, And she didn't allow me to have a relaxer. And so I had this long, bushy, huge hair that I would only wear in pigtails. And I'm 14 wearing (laughs) pigtails (laughs) with a mustache and a unibrow. So, no, I did not feel very beautiful at all. But but amazing that you're able to come to this place now where, at least in so many of your images, I feel like you're really celebrating beauty and and not just not in a vain, like, I'm so gorgeous way, but just like embracing the fact that like you are a woman and you come as you are and your authenticity makes you beautiful. You may not have been able to get there had you not had this period of maybe being like teased or bullied or feeling Thank you. awkward. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I think so. I, th- I think so. I, I tell one of my best friends is very beautiful and has been beautiful her whole, whole life. life. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, the reason you have that attitude is because you've never been ugly. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a very real thing. So what about your relationship with skincare? Because you have amazing skin. Thank you. Do you feel like it's been like a learning curve or do you feel like you've just kept it simple? Like, how do you approach your skincare? I think it's been a learning curve. I definitely, obviously, in middle school and high school, I suffered from acne. It wasn't horrible, Mm -hmm. but I just think that's something that most people suffer from. And then in my 20s, when I actually started listening to my mother (laughs) um, (laughs) about the things that I eat and put on my skin, that's when it started to get better. And I never realized that I had great skin until people would say, oh, my God, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, I know you have great skin. And I would be like, oh, you mean like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm just doing I'm just mixing up these berries and herbs and putting it on my face. Yes. And people were so shocked by that. I know. Um, I I don't I guess I struggle with why are people so surprised that natural skincare works best? Like it just it, for me, it makes logical sense. Right. But it's even you know what? It's crazy. I went to this like winery and. I saw like the grapes being grown and like we ate in the garden where the food was. And that was the first one of the first times that I had like saw the tomato picked. Right. Cut in front of me and put on my plate. Yeah. And I think the same is true with skincare. Like we are so disconnected from the earth that it's hard to imagine that like this can 
help yes, us, you know? Yes. I saw you did one of my favorite masks of all time, clay and apple cider vinegar. Yes. That is like my my go-to like at least once a week. What type of clay do you use? Um, it kind of depends. Okay. I'll use red clay sometimes. Okay. I'll use Aztec clay. And then sometimes I'll use like a pink clay. But it kind of depends on my mood and like what my yeah. skin is going through. I used to use bentonite clay for my face and hair. Mm -hmm. And now I do bentonite for my hair. But for my skin, I do rasool clay because I okay, find it's yes. less drying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bentonite is very drying. If I do it on my skin, I mix it with honey ah. and not water ACV because the honey still adds moisture. Yes, like honey's I a great humectant. that feeling of like my face is cracking and like, like stripped off. and yeah, dry. I don't like that yeah. feeling at all. No, mm -hmm. some people like it, though. I'm learning. They do because they. F I think they feel like it makes it like it's, it's working. working. Yeah, it's working. I don't it's feel like, like that. It's working too much. For honey, do you do anything else with honey for skincare and hair care? Because I love I love honey as a beauty ingredient. Absolutely. I use manuka honey every yes. single day, every day. Okay, and manuka honey is like the real. It's expensive, but it's so worth the investment because it has like that those active ingredients that make it good for your skin, yep. and hair, and body. A everything. I mean, it's medicinal grade. Like people are using it to heal cuts and wounds. Yes. And so, how do you use it? Tell just me. One hundred percent on my face not mixed with anything. Just like a face mask. Just a face mask, 20 minutes every morning. Wow, every morning. Every single morning. And your skin is like glowing and perfect. Thank okay. you. Do you ever use it in your hair stuff? Manuka honey is, I think, too expensive to use in hair I care. have not used it in hair stuff yeah. just because it's like, yeah. I literally savor every little drop of it. I know. But it's it's like, it's really the real deal. Any other natural beauty recipes that you love? I use tea tree oil to okay. heal any breakout that I okay. have. Um, do you dilute it first? I don't. But I really? do recommend that if you've never used it. To patch test. Yes, to patch test or dilute it first. Um, but my skin can can handle it, so I don't. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you feel like it just clears everything up the next Man, day? 48 days. 48 hours. 48 hours. 48, <laughs> 48 hours and yeah. like my pimples are gone. Wow. Yes. Okay. So please tell me your top three like favorite beauty products at the moment. Because you try so many things, and I feel like what you say you love must be amazing. Okay. So first, I would say is Caudalie or Caudalie? How do we say uh, it? I think it's Caudalie. I Caudalie? Think. Yeah. Their essence with grape water. Okay. It's a little expensive, mm -hmm. but it's made, like, it's clean beauty, cruelty-free, you know, made with real grapes. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Absolutely. And so when, what, when, what step is essence in your skincare routine? So I wash yeah. and then I tone and then I sprinkle the essence in my hands and then you and I pat, pat it. it onto your mm -hmm. face. Yep. And then I let it dry, almost dry. And then I start with the serums and moisturizers. Okay. Interesting. So yes. you do the toner before the essence. I do. Okay. Cause I know some of the like theory behind essence is it helps your skin react better to the products you're going to put on over it. Yes. So people say it should be the first step before the... T I don't know. But it I makes just, sense. I think it kind of makes sense to do the toner first. Yeah, I just feel like the toner's like getting rid of... To make sure your skin's absolutely clean. Yes. Which toner do you use? Um, so I use two. Okay. I use one from Purple and Prosper. It's a small business. I've never even heard of this. Owned. Oh, yes. I've been using this toner for about three years now. Oh, my gosh. Like, religiously. Okay. Um, and then I just started, within the past six months, also using... Heals calendula. Okay. Um, or calendula. Candula, I think. I don't know how to say the flower. Um, Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just started using that toner, so I'll switch up between the two. Okay. I do think maybe this is just me justifying my product junkieism, but I do feel like you have to sometimes switch your products so your skin doesn't get used to certain things. So, like, I do try to like have 
two different cleansers that I switch between and two, a few different moisturizers. I agree. Right? One, yeah, 100%. Same. I do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So sure. that essence is everything. What are your other beauty products you love? Let's see. What else have I been loving? Uh, Super Goop unseen sunscreen. sunscreen yes this keeps i coming can't up. live without it keeps coming up i uh, absolutely love it it is a staple in my life yes <laughs> they need to make a bigger size to no, be honest they do like we need more <laughs> we need it <laughs> what are you guys the black doing? the women with melanin <laughs> we have need a request. it it doesn't yeah. leave that weird colory residue like exactly i love it and then finally what else keels has this cannabis hemp oil that I love. Mm. Um, I've been using that for a few months now. Absolutely love that. There's um, a cannabis. It's a sativa face mask from Origins. That's so good. It's so good. Is it good? It's like a leave-on face mask. Okay. It's very good. Okay. I'll write that down. I need to try um, that. I'm working on a post that is all, all the cannabis, cannabis products. Yeah. So people are very interested. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit murky, right? Between the CBD, like there's yeah, so there's yeah. like the actual like hemp oil or mm-hmm. things that like, come from the actual flower, which I think are great. For me, the CBD is a little bit getting into snake oil territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It's kind <laughs> of like mm, what's working, what's not. Exactly. And then it, it also goes into the concentration level. Exactly. Like how much is actually in here? Exactly. Are you just doing it because it's a trend word exactly. right now? You know. Yeah. It's it's amazing how quickly the trends come in and out of beauty. And I think that's also why people are maybe even turned off or intimidated by beauty because they're just like, I'm overwhelmed. What What is all of this stuff? Right. I don't even know where to start. Like I was talking to someone who doesn't, she's not that like up on skincare. And she was like, I don't even know what order to put things in. That, yeah. And I was like, well, you want to start from like the like the thinnest or like the most wateriest to like the heaviest, right? So you mm-hmm. want to do like your essence and then your serum and then your moisturizer. But she was like, yeah, but like, where would I have found that? You know, it's yeah, where it's like do I information go? overload. It is. It's too much. Yeah. It's, it's way too much. It's like, oh, there's serums and peels and chemical. Like, it's yeah. way too it's much. It's a lot. It's a lot of information. Well, are, are there any beauty trends that you particularly love? I'm loving the double cleanse trend. Yes. I am obsessed with double cleansing. Especially in like this grimy city in the summer. Like just As you need it. Get it all off. You need to. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. I think that it's necessary. And yeah. I love that like more people are kind of coming yes. to. Do you do your oil cleansing with a specific oil? Um, so yeah, I will use 100% cold press extra virgin olive oil. Nice. Yes. That's been my go-to for yes. years as far as double cleansing goes. And then sometimes I'll use a balm. So Pharmacy Beauty has their oh. green balm. Pharmacy, like farm. Farm, yeah. yeah. Like farm. Yes. They have a green cleansing balm that I'll use first before an actual cleanser sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. You mentioned olive oil. When I was traveling, I ran out of my eye makeup remover and I just asked for olive oil at, oh, yeah. the, at the hotel and used it with cotton pads. Like... Oil that is, is just great. Olive oil is one. I mean, it's been around for centuries. Like Cleopatra was bathing in it. Like, exactly. This is something that people have been doing for thousands of I years. Know. It's it works. It really for, does. Work. We've been doing it for so long for a reason. Yes. So and it works for everything. You can use it on your hair, your yeah. body, your teeth, like everything. Oh, do you do oil pulling? I do oil pulling. Explain for the listeners what that is, because <laughs> it's a lot. It is. So in traditional Ayurvedic healing, which um, is a medicinal practice that comes from India, um, oil pulling helps with a lot of things. Gut issues, whitening your teeth. Mm -hmm. It can help with headaches, um, reduce weight loss and stress. And I'm a firm believer that it works for multiple things. So I'm vain. I just use it for 
teeth, teeth whitening. whitening. <laughs> so, 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 what do you do? You you pour oil into a cup, olive into oil, a spoon. Into so a, you just olive like oil. a tablespoon. Okay, it can be coconut oil, olive oil. Um, if you want to freshen your breath, you can use essential oils, lavender, mm-hmm. peppermint, mm-hmm. and you swish it around in your mouth like mouthwash mm-hmm. for about fifteen minutes. This yeah. is before you eat anything, before you brush your teeth, mm-hmm. any of that. Then you spit it out in the trash can so that it doesn't clog your sink. Yes. You brush. And the one of the most important steps is that you have to clean your tongue mm. um, because a lot of bacteria like lives on our tongue. And so if you do the oil cleanse and you brush your teeth without cleaning your tongue, you're basically just yeah. know, recycling the bacteria. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> The 15 minutes is where you lost me. It's, yeah, it can start with five <laughs> and then work your way up. <laughs> and then work your way up. And I do stuff. Like, I'm not just sitting there. Like, I'm yeah. actually, like, doing things while just, this is happening. Just swishing. Yeah. One of the things that I've been doing for teeth is activated charcoal, just like a little bit on a toothbrush and brushing your teeth with that. I feel like that really goes a long way to whiten teeth. It does. The toothpaste, I don't remember the brand, but the toothpaste that I'm using right now has activated charcoal in it. I just got it on some little, like, health food store in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. And activated charcoal tablets are great to travel with because you can break them open, make little face masks. Like, yep. I love activated charcoal. I take them everywhere. I went to Cuba three years ago for the first time and I had an E. coli infection. Oh, wow. And, like, it and you was, had them with you. Perfect. And I had them with me and I took them. It went away in a day. And I was really sick. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 like um, it's used for if you have po- if you're poisoned, you can they use it in act- hospitals. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that I don't think is good about the trend of activated charcoal is people that consume it because it basically takes nutrients away from like you're only supposed to use it in like extreme internal yeah. like, extreme situations. You shouldn't be just drinking activated charcoal. No, I've seen basis. that, too. Like people have been doing like charcoal juices and i'm like yeah, you don't no. need that yeah at all they literally use it if you have alcohol poisoning or you swallowed something exactly. you shouldn't have eaten yeah and you go to the er they are going to give you activated charcoal yeah otherwise it's like if, if you take medicines and then you take activated charcoal like the medicine's like coming out too oh yeah nope it's not working yeah. what about beauty trends that you are over and would like to see phased out Beauty trends that I'm over added fragrance like can we yes. stop adding fragrance to Who? skincare well okay Skincare, yes, I'm a little bit more forgiving, but now I see it in cosmetics. Like, like I, I, I just tried like a watermelon scented foundation, and I was like, who wanted, who asked for this? Why? Why? No, no one wants no, this. No, absolutely not. No. Well, how do you feel though about essential oils in skincare? Because I don't mind that. I, I love like a nice lavender or frankincense oil. Yeah, I think that it obviously depends on the oil, right? Yeah. Some things aren't great for our skin. Yeah. Um, just because it's natural doesn't mean it, it's that it's with good your for your yeah, face. That's so true. But I, I much pref- rather have that than some sort of alcohol-based fragrance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Why do you think brands put fragrance Because in? some people want things to smell good. I think, I honestly think that's why. If it doesn't have a smell, they're like, I don't want it. Yeah. You know what has come a long way? The fragrance in um, black hair care products. Oh, I feel like yeah. it's come a long way. Yeah. No, it definitely <laughs> has. There was there were some things even that... four or five years ago that were like, why is this in here? I don't want to smell like a fruit shop. Yeah. When I, not even when you're close, when I walk <laughs> down the sidewalk, everyone yeah. is like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. So fragrant, that's a great one. Anything else? Fragrance. Um, what else am I not loving? I mean, I know this isn't a product, but it's a trend. I am a huge advocate for not altering your face with surgery. And mm. I think that's a trend that like, is here. I don't know how long it will be around, but you know, the lip injections and but 
I agree with you. But do you think you're saying that from a full lip privilege perspective? No. I mean, maybe. You know what I mean? I'm just talking about the lips. Like, there are things that I would love to change about my face. Really? Like, I would love like a smaller nose and, like. But your nose is perfect for your face. But see, I. I would I could go under the knife. Yeah. You know, you just yeah. But I'm just very adamant about not doing it. And even when I when I had braces, the orthodontist wanted to break my jaw and reset it so that I could have a stronger jawline. And I was like, oh no, God. I don't I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, this was the one I was given. And I'll yes, just live with this. And, and so I think that acceptance, like we just have to learn to accept ourselves. Absolutely. And to your point earlier about Tracy Ellis Ross, I mean, women that are really beautiful and the women that you look up to, they're unique. They have a unique beauty. They're not this cookie cutter, plastic surgery enhanced beauty. That's very rarely inspiring. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. What else do I wish would like go? Or are there any, the thing that I think is interesting are, are there any beauty practices or treatments that you used to do that now you look back and you're like, why did I ever waste time doing that? Yeah, that St. Ives scrub. Oh, my God. We talked about it before. but (laughs) I know. No, but people still, you you know what? And I think people just, it's like out of habit. They're like, I know this is a thing, so I keep buying it, but it's really bad. No, it's horrible for you. But I used to do it religiously, like every other day. Wow. In college. I vividly remember. (laughs) But do you know what I have heard? I've heard that it's a great foot scrub. For dry I would, feet. You know what? I would test that salicylic acid. I would use it for that. And it's very I, abrasive. I would use it for my, I definitely would use it for okay. my feet. Yeah. So for listeners, sure. if you have some left, use it for your, use it as a use body it on and your foot feet. scrub. Yeah. Or on your body. Yeah. But I just think for your face, it's way too harsh. What else did I used to do? I used to put a lot of oil in my hair. Mm. Like a lot. In a way that it would get weighed down. In a way that there would be like oil dripping. <laughs> Like sit on a couch and they're like, Vic was here. Yes, because they're just weren't products. And now I I rarely use oil in my hair anymore. Which hair products do you use? Diva Curl. I swear by them. The Melt Into Moisture Mask is everything. Obsessed with it. Yeah. Obsessed. Um, I do still like shampoo my hair. I know that they have no poo, but I do shampoo my hair. Um, As far as shampoo and conditioner, I'm obsessed with Aveda's uh, Sea Moss. Okay. Yeah, they just came out with it, but you know, no harsh, no harsh chemicals, no animal testing. I, I really do love them. And I know you're like me. You take hair vacations. You do, you'll do a protective style, and you did your locks, which looked amazing. Yeah. Are there any like go to brands you go to for like crochet hair or extensions? I'm really cheap, honestly. I just buy what's cheapest in the beauty supply store. <laughs> I am not loyal to extension brands at all. Yeah, you just, yeah. No loyalty. I also love a beauty supply store. Girl. I mean, they don't even have that many natural, but like, I just get, like, I love a beauty supply store. Girl, I will go in there and lose my mind. I know. Like, as much as I love clean beauty, I love those 99 cent lip glosses. Do you know what else I get there? I get those like little razors. Like you, you can use them to clean up your eyebrows and like any little, ha- you know, those, yep. I don't even yeah. know what they're called. Yep. Those like the like, straight t- razors. Yes. I use those. Girl, yeah. A do-rag. Like, yes. I love, oh yeah. All the satin bonnets. Love the beauty supply store. Love it. Yes. And they do have oil sometimes. Sometimes they have like castor oil and they do. And they also like, if you look on my Instagram, when I had braids in the wintertime, I bought these earrings, these pearl earrings. I think a pack was like a dollar. I bought three packs Ooh. and I just stuck the pearls in my braids. Oh my gosh, that's so And like pretty. created like this little like pearl braid. 
You're so creative. But I mean, for three dollars. Meanwhile, I could have gone to Urban and, yes, you know, that would have been seventy dollars. The other thing that I love about beauty supply stores is they have containers and stuff. So you can do more DIY. So you can buy like an empty spray bottle and fill it with your own water. Like I was it's so stupid to think about it now. I used to buy hair spritz. Like I used to buy, you know, like they they uh-huh. sell, and you're just buying a, bo- a bottle of like water with like a little bit of conditioner poured in it. Now, of course, I make my own hair spritz and I add like aloe vera and whatever oils I want. But I love that you can buy like the individual things to make your own serum, scalp oil, mm-hmm. spritz, anything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The beauty supply like is gold. I know. I hope that they don't get like phased out. I don't think so. I really do. Like, especially not in Brooklyn. True. No. Yeah, you're in Brooklyn. I am. I'm in Brooklyn. I know. We have like a few in Manhattan and they're like... Well, when I was in LA, there was only like one in the Valley. Oh, yeah. Wait, what's it called? Someone, um, Besadonna talked about this on the podcast. Oh, she was God. like, there's this one LA beauty supply store that like changed my life. Um, Wow. It's it, called Wow. Wow Beauty Supply. Oh, okay. Yeah. There may be two, but Wow for sure is in the Valley. Yeah. And then, I mean, if you're like on the west side of LA, there's, a, there's more black people. Yeah. So, of course, there's more yeah. beauty supply stores. But where I was, there was only one. <laughs> and what makeup brands do you like? Like, what do you like for foundation? Um, so I love Smashbox. Okay. For foundation. Really? I, I do. You're, you're my first guest that's, that's brought them up for, I hear a lot about their primer. Okay. Okay, but you love their foundation. I do love, and I, I just started wearing foundation this year. Okay. I mean, uh, you don't need it, but. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Laura Mercier's Tenon Moisturizer. I yes. swear by it. That's basically what yeah, I. My mom loves that product. Been using. Yeah. Um, Benefit. They have this brow gel. It's the clear one. Okay. That I use. I use that on top of boy brow. Oh, interesting. So isn't boy brow clear too? Well, I have the I have the tinted one. Okay. Whatever. Not the black one, but the brown colored, the dark brown colored one. But I find that with the Benefit one, it holds my brows a little bit stronger than the Glossier. Interesting. And do you do brow pencil or you just do the I just do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mascara. I don't I can't I don't know. Honest Beauty. Really? I swear by it. I ran out two days ago and I've been using something else. And I'm just like, you know, like you get used to something. It's oh, really yeah. good. And you're like, let me try something else. And I tried it and I was like, oh, no, that one is really yeah, that good. Okay. It comes with a primer. And so that's also a step. Yes. Okay. Use the primer first. And then obviously the mascara. I do two coats. It's clean beauty. There's no weird. Oh, I love chemicals. it. I'm going to try this yeah, next. 100%. They sell it at Target. So it's pretty accessible for people. Amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what? Something else about mascara, I've realized that I've been putting it on too quickly. Like when you watch like someone who really knows what they're doing with makeup, they really take the time to get into those little inner lashes. Yeah. I'm not doing that, which is probably why. Yeah, you have to. And like a couple coats, I go down, like I close my eye and go down and then I open my eye and go up. So it's getting on the top of my lashes as well as the, the bottom. bottom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are there any other makeup tips or things that you do like I feel like you also have like a great social life like you're out you're going to these fabulous things like when you want to look like really really popping like what do you do okay when I want to look real real popping yes exactly (laughs) so foundation for sure I will it's not really contouring it's like a light contour Um, I'll take like a darker colored blush and just like contour my cheeks just a little tiny bit always with a highlight of some sort what's your highlighter of choice um, I really love Holoscope by Glossier. Okay. 
any cream highlight, I'm a fan. Any kind of cream makeup versus just, yeah, powder. versus a powder, I feel like it just gives you that glow, glow. that yeah. dewiness, and that's what I really want. And then I always like to experiment with different colors on my lids. So sometimes it'll be like this is a shadow mixed with Vaseline. Sometimes I'll do a lipstick on my lid. Okay, um, that see that's that's very ingenious because people are wasting money trying to. It's like just put lipstick on your. Yeah, no, I'm not going to spend twenty dollars on a cream eyeshadow that's red. I have red lipstick. I can just <laughs> and you know. Do you do I a prefer- primer before you put it on? I don't. Okay, no, I'm very like one step shot. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, no, and it looks great. So like, um, and I normally use my fingers. Yeah, and then I do a brow mascara, and I'll normally spritz my face with something afterwards. A setting spray. Uh, not like a makeup setting spray, but like a, but like a mist, like oh, high beauty has like, um, this aloe vera mist that I've been using. You can get it at urban. Mm -hmm. Um, love that. Any good hair tips? Moisturize. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I mean, we're laughing, but that's very real. Like my first few years of being natural, my hair was constantly dry. Yeah, no, you moisture is key. Yeah. Like my curls pop more when my hair is moisturized and, and give your hair a rest. Like I think it's important to give anything a rest. Even, you know, I am a huge fan of gel polish, but once a week, I mean, once a month, no gel, no nail polish, yeah. just plain nails. Even my face, I go one week out of every month with no makeup. I also Great. do one week out of every month with just natural products. If I can't eat it, I'm not going to put it on Ooh, my face. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Moisture, cleanse, everything. I just feel like sometimes we need a break. To reset. That's yeah. so true. That's so true. Final question. Okay. When do you feel most beautiful? Ooh. When I wake up. Not like first, first wake up, because like there's like little crusties. <laughs> but like <laughs> I wake up and pull my hair back, depending on what it's doing, brush my eyebrows up brush my teeth and that's when the like, morning stomach is flat like, yeah you have your whole day flowing. ahead of you yeah i just there's n- nothing has happened to alter my mood for the most part like i just feel like that's when i look my and feel my best that's great that's beautiful well yeah. thank you so much for coming on naked beauty it's been so great to hear from you and everyone listening you have to follow Vic, like I'm telling you, this is game changing content. So good. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Of this course, is incredible. Of course. I've been a huge fan of yours for a while. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Well, this is going to come out, and you can listen to. Are you going to listen to this? Of some course. some of my guests like get freaked out, like they don't want to hear themselves. No, I'm going to listen to it. I'm vain. Okay. Great. Great. You're going to love it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 